Hi guys, welcome back to episode 3, or oh, welcome if you're new here. Make sure to check out the last two episodes. I'm your host, Andrew Cumbles, and today we have our third guest, Lee Jones. And that was Lee's band playing their song, Eden Burst, and it's on SoundCloud, so make sure to go check it out. Just like the previous two episodes, our guest Lee will be talking about a step-by-step -step process on making music, what instruments and equipment he uses, and offering helpful tips for everyone listening. So enjoy this episode, and let us get started. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Lee Jones. I'm a musician from Dublin. Lee works mostly in rock music, but first question for Lee is, do you have any other genres you would work with, or would rock be the main genre you would work in? The genre of music I work with, like, it's kind of a wide range of influences, I suppose, kind of rock and metal and alternative, kind of punk, and I'm also doing, like, kind of a, I'm actually working on a project at the moment that's a genre change for me, it's kind of acoustic-based music with, like, blues and folk influences, so I think that's, for me, that's different. Yeah, lovely. So. Have you been doing that for longer? No, just for the last couple of months I've been working on, I'm working on my first sort of release in that genre right now, which uh, hopefully will be out in the next month or so. Lovely. How long have you been making your own music for? A couple of years, really. Um, I've always played. I've always played music and playing like playing guitar since I was a kid and kind of. But just in the last, like properly in the last like three years or so, I'd say like I joined the band and stuff. And um, when I've been putting more of a focus into you know writing and gigging and stuff like that. Yeah, properly. You've said you recently only started your own lyrics. So how long have you been writing lyrics for? I've contributed some lyrics to to the band I play in. Um. But yeah, definitely in the only um, the last. Sorry, what's the band you play? Uh, I play in like a kind of I suppose you'd call us heavy alternative, a band called Chrononaut, which is um it's sort of it's not a great name, but it's the one we came up with. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I've been in in that band since late two thousand nineteen, and um we've released a few tunes, but we're we're writing an EP at the moment, and we've played a few gigs, and we're hoping to get serious in the next well this year. I suppose. Yeah, once you finish this course and everything. Yeah. Yeah, you were saying about your lyrics, how long have you been writing them for? Well, probably, I suppose, only because I'm not like, I'm not like, I wouldn't call myself a singer. So uh, really on the last like five months or so in this project that I'm working on now, because it's very kind of solo based. It's uh, not a band uh, orientated project. Yeah. So I'm kind of doing most of the work, you know. Oh, yeah. And you um, find the lyric writing hard or? It's it's quite, it can be kind of difficult just to like sort of, on like, day-to-day -day life i just sort of um even you read stuff where you hear something like someone will say something that's an interesting phrase and kind of incorporate them or even like if something annoys you or something upsets you or something like that you kind of look to inspiration for that sort of yeah exactly yeah yeah uh so would you follow a certain type of structure when they're right now would it just normally just be whatever comes to you at the moment it can depend if i think like the lyrics should be structured in a way where it, like there's certain words like that if they're used together it's not going to roll off the tongue like in a pleasant way if they're sung and it's going to be jarring for the listener mm. words with a lot of like if a sentence has a lot of s's that's going to be jarring for the listener in that when they're actually listening to a song it's going to have an effect on the ear even if it's not what they know it is like there is going to be like that semblance of this sound yeah, you know, if, yeah. a, if a sentence has too many words like that, then it's going to be jarring. There's also stuff like, it depends what the song is about as well. I mean, I think just trying to come up with something interesting and make people think rather than, I don't know, something generic, you know. Yeah, lovely. Do you use a DAW yourself? 
Yeah, yeah. I use um at home. I'd use Reaper. I mean, that's the one I learned on. It's the one I'm most comfortable with. For the type of music I play, I think I would call live-based music in that generally it's musicians in a room being recorded. Reaper is very well suited to that rather than, say, say Logic, which might be more for you know, people into more electronic music genres. Yeah, definitely. You know? yeah. Whereas Reaper is more for if you want to record live musicians, I think, in my, in my opinion. So that's that's exactly why you chose Reaper? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you didn't use a DAW, what would you do instead of using the DAW? In this day and age, I mean, you sort of have to use a DAW. I mean, uh, I suppose you could record to tape, but nowadays it's pretty expensive. I mean, a DAW is the most practical and easiest way of recording now. Mm. It's just the way it is. Yeah, it's the only way, really. Say you're creating a song, for example. What would be your step-by-step process throughout your creation? Like, would you go lyrics first or your your instruments first or mix and match? I'm always kind of jotting down lyrics if I hear, like, either hear or come up with something interesting. If something pops into my head, like, I have a little notebook, I'll just jot it down into... As far as kind of coming up with music, um, sometimes I'll just be messing around with a guitar and a guitar with for sort of a chord progression. Like, I'll come up with... Sometimes just a melody, like like kind of music comes to me at weird times. Like sometimes, like like four in the morning, the melody might pop into my head, <laughs> and then I have to like I have hundreds of like you have to get up and do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I have hundreds of like recordings on my phone of literally just twenty seconds guitar parts that I will use, like, yeah. and they will have be able to be applied somewhere. And then if like oh well, I think like if I have like a part, I can think oh well, maybe this will fit with that thing I came up with a month ago. And then I'll kind of see how they flow together. But a song has to have a vibe as well. You can't just copy and paste parts together. Like it has to have like um, a cohesiveness, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. where it works as a singular piece rather than just being two different parts stapled together, you know? Yeah, I get you. So you said that you would record a guitar onto your phone, but would you, would there be any other specific instruments that you would always tend to go with in your songs or would it be different every time? Well, for the band stuff, it would definitely be for me, like I'm a guitarist, but for the band stuff, I mean, there's in the band I play in, it's, uh, we have a singer who plays kind of rhythm guitar and then I would be sort of lead guitar where like, say she might be more chord based where I might be playing melodies and then we have a bassist and a drummer. That's the band, that's the core sort of group. The project I'm working on now on my own, it's sort of acoustic based. It's going to be very stripped down and raw, but I'm thinking of adding in some maybe organs as well. That I oh, think yeah. might be good and it's going to be vocals, obviously, and uh, maybe some piano and but it's going to be very acoustic guitar based as well. You're going to get someone to do that or on your DAW you're going to do that? Uh, I think I'll get someone to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So would you produce all your music with the band or would you produce solo material as well or would it be mainly just with the band? The band, the songs we recorded two years ago, we, we recorded with a producer, but we weren't fans of how it turned out, the sound. It just didn't suit our kind of the vibe of our music. We we're like kind of a grungy, loose sort of kind of a weird kind of heavy alternative band. Um, But the producer we used is more used to producing kind of modern mainstream sort of clean, what I'd call very clean metal. And that's very pristine. The production is very shiny. Yeah. Whereas we wanted something a bit dirtier, and um, we weren't really pleased with how the song, the production, the songs are good, but we weren't pleased of how the recordings turned out. So we're writing an EP at the moment, which we're planning to maybe self-produce. Me and Laura and Tristan uh, can all produce and mix and record and stuff. So to yeah. capture our sound properly, I think we're planning on self-producing and yeah, yeah, it's handy when there's so many people that can yeah produce and so on. 
when you're dealing with your strengths and weaknesses, you obviously know your weaknesses. How would you deal with those weaknesses when it comes to you? In production, I mean, the benchmark of any good producer or good musician is to obviously, if you need to to do something, then you should learn how to to do something. Like, I mean, if you look at like I say like Kurt Cobain or something, people say like oh Kurt Cobain's a bad guitarist. It's like well no Kurt Cobain wasn't a bad guitarist because he was able to play the music that he was trying to play. If he was trying to play you know really technical um jazz music, he would be a terrible guitarist. But he wasn't trying to do that. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to be a technical jazz guitarist but you can't then you know then you're a bad musician until you put the time in to learn how to do that and same with production really i mean you you stick to what you know and you you know you work within your means you know work within your skills and you work on your weaknesses you know if you need to learn how to do something then take time to learn how to do it yeah but you're not gonna make that the basis of your recording until you know how to actually do it yeah i guess yeah so for the listeners now, would would there be any part of like say when you're composing music, would there be any part of that you would advise spending more time on specifically or for the kind of rockier music, like I have a sort of structure of like recording. It depends. Really comes down to like the whole click thing or not. Like whether to use a metronome. Generally, depending on the band, if it's kind of a looser band with us, like I don't think there needs to be a metronome. So our structure for recording would be like. We'll record as a band first, and the whole point is to get a good drum take. And then once we have a good drum take, we will overdub everything else on top of it. Uh, So we'll start off with the drums, like as a band, get a good drum take, and then overdub the bass, and then overdub the guitars, then overdub lead vocals then overdub back and vocals so it's kind of like you're treating the drums as your bed and you're building everything on top of that yeah, yeah. and yeah. uh would that be the same every time now or uh, for for the band yeah any sort of live band that's how i would approach recording and what about by yourself would you spend more time on anything else by myself it might be like vocals and acoustic guitar or maybe just acoustic guitar and use the bass kind of acoustic guitar as the bass kind of track to kind of um, build everything else on top of yeah 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 would you use any other equipment other than DAWs? Well, just general studio equipment. I mean, you have your headphones, like your mics, and might like guitar amps, obviously, guitar equipment, bass equipment, drums. I mean, just uh, everything you need. I wouldn't use, be like, I don't have access to mad expensive studios, so I wouldn't be using any like, mad like outboard gear or anything like that yeah, but yeah. um no i mean at home like generally the like i mean i wouldn't actually other than mixing like i would i don't generally use a daw that much when creating music i think yeah, for yeah, me yeah. that's more of an electronic music approach for me like and it's just an effort as well to set up and you know i'd rather just have my guitar and my phone and then bring it to the band or make a song over myself yeah I don't generally um spend time creating stuff in the DAW. For me, a DAW is more for recording and for mixing. I think that's a lot of people probably think that like you can only really make music nowadays on DAWs as well. Like so. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people have forgotten the other ways yeah. of making music. Yeah. So when you're actually using the DAW, though, would you record any instruments into the DAW? Yeah, I'd I'd record like obviously like I mean if I was recording I'd record guitar but it would be I wouldn't use like um I wouldn't be plugged into the interface for and that I've released maybe if I was demoing something at home but for and that's being released it would be recorded with microphones it would, like actually recording either the guitar or the guitar amp I'm not gonna be plugging in directly to the DAW or into the interface and recording it digitally yeah, yeah it's gonna you. be real the sound of real guitars real guitar amps real drums I don't use computer-based guitar um, programs around like that. Yeah, yeah, I get you.
So for the listeners now, if they're working alone or had other people to work with, would you advise them to stick alone or to work with others for inspiration? I think it's good to work with people. Yeah, it's good to get second opinions, especially like, I mean, for me, I like bands. I like, you know, well, I am doing this project on my own. I do enjoy the band kind of environment. Yeah. yeah. Um, even if, say, I'm the thing I'm doing on my own, which is a jump quote unquote a solo project. If I was to record a proper album, I would probably have someone else produce it just to have an ear there to say, hmm, maybe maybe you should think twice about that or maybe you should change this. I think it's good to get second opinions because if you're just doing everything on your own, I think ego can definitely take control and then they'll just end up doing something mad because yeah, yeah. there's no one there to tell you this isn't good. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Need those that bad criticism sometimes too. yeah yeah i think you need someone to tell you and you know could maybe tweak this a bit yeah yeah definitely so is there any advice you would give to the listener on how to compose if they're struggling like ideas videos websites that you have previously looked at i would say learn a bit of music theory for a long time i was one of those sort of generic kind of blues based rock guitarists who you know i didn't know any music theory where i was just all right like i knew stuff without knowing it that i just learn from playing and listening but eventually you run out of ideas because you don't know what else to do whereas learning music theory definitely opened my eyes to the amount of different sounds you can make and how to actually structure stuff and chord progressions and the amount of different avenues you can take and the amount of different things you can do with music you know you don't have to learn it all you know but it's just a, like and i'm still learning you know it's it's just uh there's a lot of different ways music songs can be composed and you don't really understand it until you learn a bit of music theory yeah until you. you step outside of your box yeah. And people used to say this thing, you always used to, and you, you hear it and it's like, and it's a total lie, you'll hear like say, oh cool, like rock guitarists, and they'll say, oh I don't know any music theory. And it's it's actually a complete lie, you know, it's it's a thing where people are trying to look cool, but it's like, no, they do actually know music theory because they wouldn't have been able to do the things that they do without music theory, Yeah, you know. So I think learning a bit of music theory can definitely help open your eyes. Yeah, definitely. To the amount of options you have. It's yeah. about options. Like music theory gives you more songwriting options. Yeah. Definitely. When did you say your songs were coming out? Mid-May, I'd say. Mid-May? So yeah. they'll, they'll be up on which? Definitely going to be Bandcamp, probably YouTube and Spotify as well. And yeah, it should be out in mid-May in EP. Lovely. I'll leave a link to Lee's music uh, in the description below for everyone listening. And thank you to our guest, Lee coming on the podcast today thank you for having me no problem mate. and i hope you guys enjoyed this episode of inspiration for music creation uh with fellow guest lee and hope you all have a good day and thank you very much for listening and as always guys if you enjoyed it don't forget to like follow and download all the content on this podcast